following program is presented by Tracy Austin of New Mentality PC and Mental Edge Fitness Solutions. Welcome to Mental Fitness Matters, a show designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve their mental fitness. Now, here's your host, Tracy Alston. Hey, hey, everybody. I hope you guys are out there having a great week. Um, It is flying by. Time is coming around, and it's the time of year where our kids are heading back to school back to school, back to school. And it's a big transition for kids, you know? And so when we think about things that have gone on over the last couple years, this is a big transitional period for a lot of people. So today I wanted to do a show uh, for my parents out there. And so as we're thinking about our kids going back into the school setting, I wanted to do a show for you guys so you can begin to take a closer look at what your kids may be feeling how to begin to understand what they're feeling and their emotions, but also how to help them understand their feelings and emotions during this transition and how to begin to address some of the behaviors and the things that you might be seeing. Um, So think about that for yourself, depending on the ages of your kids right now, some people may be going into school for the very first time. They may be transitioning into maybe preschool or middle school or even going off to high school or college. So you may have a variety of different ages in your home right now each dealing with their own challenges, struggles, and emotions as we're coming up on this new school year. And so think about that for yourself as an adult. Even as adults, oftentimes we have a difficult time expressing ourselves when we're going through our own transition and phases. So think about what your kids are going through. If it's an adult that you feel anxious or nervous when you're into a new cert, uh, setting or maybe you're going back into the workplace um, from being out and being on Zoom and having to go out to different meetings and going out into community. So you may be experiencing your own feelings. And if you have a hard time identifying or expressing or communicating that, imagine what your kids are going through. Um, so let's talk about that because they are paying attention. They do notice it. It's summertime, even though summer's about to end, it doesn't feel like school starting already, but it is. And so when you walk into the stores, you're seeing the backpacks, you're seeing the uh, the book bag drives, you're seeing the paper and all of the things that are related to school. So this could be underlying triggers and stress for kids and they don't even know it. Um, so seeing those things can be triggers coming up. So we wanna make sure that we're paying attention and we know what to look for. And it's really important as adults for us to provide structure um, of emotional connection during this time. And when I say structure of emotional connection, helping them connect what they're thinking and what they're feeling to some of the emotions and behaviors and things that they might be experiencing. This will really help them um, in the long run being able to communicate and express themselves in a safe way. So the very first thing I wanna talk about is helping our kids as they're going back to school create a safe space to talk about these things, creating a safe space to talk about these things. Um, Because oftentimes, depending on their age, once again, they might not even know what they're feeling. And a safe space is something, especially if you're hearing your kids already talking about, I'm not ready to go back to school. I don't really want to go back to school. The first thing and, and one of the obvious things that parents normally say behind that is, but you're going to get a chance to see so many of your friends that you haven't seen all summer. And even though that's true, sometimes those types of comments really kind of showing that silver lining that you'll get to see your friends. It's going to be so much fun. Sometimes those comments can really suppress 
some of those emotions that those kids may be feeling because some of that underlying not wanting to go back to school could have less to do with seeing their friends. Yes, they might want to see their friends, but there may be some other things going on underneath the surface and they're not really able to articulate or verbalize. And it's just coming out as I don't want to go back. And so we want to make sure that we create a safe space that we're not just quick to say, don't be nervous. School is fun. You're going to have a great time. You're going to see so many friends, but creating a safe space to go a little deeper and ask a couple more questions to figure out why don't you want to go back to school? What's going on? And paying attention to some of the things that they may be showing you or saying to you, because they're not going to say it like we might express it. It's going to normally come out as behavior. Okay. A lot of times when kids are feeling anxious, and we're going to talk about that during today's show, it's not going to be so much of a conversation back and forth like you and I might have as adults. It's going to show up in different forms of behavior. Um, and different things that you might be seeing along the way. So I'm going to talk to you about what to look for, what to expect, and how to deal with that. But before we get into that, let's talk about some additional things that can cause our kids to act anxious that they might not have the words for. A lot of times when kids or just people in general are entering into a new setting, there's a lot of things that come along with that. Am I going to fit in? Are people going to like me? What if my friends are not at the same school? Am I going to get the same teacher that I'm hoping to have for this school year? Um, past traumas can be some of the things that are going on for kids that can cause them to feel a little anxious about that new school year. And that can be bullying, whether that's actually in person. Now so more online. There's a lot of online bullying taking place and comparing themselves and feeling judged and not good enough. So past traumas can be some things that can cause some anxiety or stress for kids. Um, making new friends or being the new kid in school is another big one. So I'm not sure where they kind of fall in line in terms of those friendships and connections. And so wanting to make sure they have a buddy um, as they're kind of going into that new school year. Feeling excluded is another one. Every kid, um, especially during over the summer, especially with social media, a lot of times if there was a a party or a birthday thing going on and everybody was invited and you see the pictures online and it's like the kid that your kid wasn't there. You know, those things are some of the things that we hear, especially in my world as a mental health counselor, kids are feeling that they see that. And so that can bring in some insecurities that can bring in some self doubt and that can make them worry about when they're going into that school year. Am I going to have that support? Do people like me? Am I good enough? And so some of these things may be going on underneath the surface. And as parents, you may never get to hear that part of that conversation. It's just the dialogue in their head, and they're probably expressing that to their friends or other people. So you want to make sure that you're paying attention. Another thing that can be causing kids to feel anxious is kids picking up on their parents' anxiety. And so remember, parents, this one is really for you in this. I need you to pay attention as a parent, too. So if you're worried about your kid, if you have some other things going on, how is this school year going to be? Last year, their teachers um, weren't able to accommodate the needs of my child, or they didn't have as many friends as we were hoping for. Maybe their grades weren't as good. So maybe you have some underlying stress or worry about your kid going into the new school year. They can pick up on that. And so whether you know it or not, you could be really um, inadvertently passing off some of your own fears and worries onto them, and they sense it. And so making sure that you're mindful for yourself, what it is that you're concerned about, what it is that you might have going on, and how that can outwardly show to your kids. Um, 
If you have had a child who's experienced some past trauma in the school, then of course you're worried about what they're walking into in that school setting, whether it's bullying or anything like that going on. You're worried about that as well. And we are in a different age and time when it comes to a school, being in the schools. I remember when I was growing up and going into the school classroom, we were getting trained on fire drills and tornadoes and things like that. Now schools are literally preparing their students for intruders, right? They're preparing for mass shootings. They're getting under the table. They're learning how to handle lockdown. So it's a whole new world, whole new space, a lot of different worries and concerns and fears. And so we need to all be mindful of what it is that we're feeling, what it is that we're dealing with, so that we can be better equipped to handle our youth. Because if we're not, as parents, able to deal with our own feelings, we're not going to be able to support or even leave an open or safe space for our kids to feel like they can do the same. So pay attention, okay? One of the things we're going to talk about now is kind of what this can look like. So as we just went through some of the things that can be causing some of that underlying stress, anxiety, worry, as kids are entering back into the school setting, you want to be aware of what this can look like because they may not have the words to tell you about it. So anxiety can look like poor sleep. Poor sleep can be really something that's going on, especially if you're noticing your child having some sleep problems a week or two or even a month before school is starting back. They're waking up all times of night, not really going to bed, and they're really kind of waking up still exhausted. Their sleep is off. This can be a sign that they're kind of having some things that they're worried about. It could just be some underlying worry. Um, worried that's not always bad. It could be some excitement there as well. So just paying attention to their sleep habits. Um, we'll talk about how to kind of put them on a schedule and a routine to kind of help them with that. But anxiety can look like poor sleep. Anxiety can also look like any type of behavior regressions, depending on the age of your child. Maybe they're acting younger than their age. Maybe they seem more clingy, they're more whiny than usual, or even for some of our older kids, our teenagers, they might be more irritable or really kind of shut off from you a little bit more short tempered. So if you're starting to see some behavior regressions, some things that are not necessarily characteristic, but when you think about teens, being moody and irritable is probably characteristic. But if it's happening more often uh, for no reason out of the blue that you can kind of really think of, pay attention to what time of year it is. Are they transitioning back into school? Are they thinking about what they're going to be wearing for that first day, for that first week? Are they trying to figure out their class schedule? On and on and on, they may have so many other thoughts going on in their mind that you may begin to see that show up in their behaviors. So you want to make sure that they are not, that you as a parent are not treating it as like a behavioral issue, but really begins to treat it like there's something going on under, underneath in the anxiety related issue. Because how you address this will be two different approaches. When you're addressing behavior, there's more so a consequence. When you're addressing anxiety, worry, or stress, there's going to be a conversation that needs to be had so that their kids feel validated, they feel heard, they feel safe. So we want to make sure that if you are seeing some behavior regressions, this could just be a sign of their body preparing for change. Their body and brain is connected, so they know they're coming up on a new school year, but they might not be sure how to express that. So that's going to come out in the form of behavior. Anxiety also goes into other parts of our body. So are your kids complaining of more stomach aches, headaches? 
Um, they might have different aches and pains in other areas of their body. Diarrhea is another way that you might kind of see anxiety present for yourself or for kids. Nail biting, hair pulling, um, relationships with their siblings and friends may start to look a little different. So these are some things that if they're complaining about, I got a tummy ache, I got a headache, they may just really kind of have some underlying worry going on and it's showing up in their body because that's kind of how stress it needs to be released. And so if it's not released, it comes up in these other ways. Um, and so paying attention to what your kids are saying, if they're complaining of a constant headache, stomach ache, really begin to kind of pay attention to that. They may be worried about some other things going on. And so we want to make sure that we're addressing it from that standpoint and that issue of, okay, how can we support you? How do we begin to kind of create some things in place? And we're going to talk about some strategies that we can put in place if you are seeing these symptoms pop up, headache, stomach ache, more irritability, mood changes, um, sibling type things going on, that banter back and forth, other relationships kind of falling off. And especially for our teenagers, guys, paying attention because they tend to isolate. You know, they're not probably as talkative anyway, just depending on that relationship. And so each person knows their relationship with their kid. But if you're seeing your teen kind of withdraw and really shutting down, just just being mindful that maybe we could put some strategies in place so they can have a space to kind of talk about these things, a space to share, but also a place to release. Because if you are seeing um, symptoms come up in the body, that's a sign that we need to also do some physical movement to release some of that stress and anxiety so it has a place to go. All right. So let's pay attention. So let's just number one thing is pay attention for parents. Pay attention to yourself, knowing that if you have some underlying worries, stressors, that you have to begin to deal with that for yourself first so that you know how to come to your kid and say, how can I support you? Um, so a few strategies that I want to give us with our time left on how to begin to not only pay attention to what's going on, but what do we do? Everybody's going back to school. You're probably seeing a variety of different things going on. So what can I do as a parent to kind of help walk my kid through um, these uncomfortable, sometimes fun, sometimes not so fun and exciting changes that they will experience throughout life? I'm a big believer, guys, you know, on this show, Mental Fitness Matters. It's not just about um, handling stress when we need to. It's about handling the transitions of life. And so being equipped to do that is so important. So the very first thing we got to do is be attuned. We have to be attuned. And what I was talking about with you parents is being aware for yourself how you're feeling so you can start to be attuned and in tune with how your kids are feeling. We want to help them create a safe space to regulate their emotions, okay, to regulate their emotions. A lot of times, depending on your kid, they may only know how to verbalize a few of their emotions, happy, sad, angry, hungry, right? They might be able to kind of express those things very well. The other areas might be very gray. So they're not going to have the word or the language to say, um, I'm anxious about going to school, depending on their age. So you're going to have to help them regulate, help them, let them see you handling your stressors, your fears, your worries in a way that's healthy so that you can let them know, you know what, it's okay to feel a little um, it's okay for your stomach to ache right before school starting. There's a big change happening. I can understand why that's happening. So really kind of giving them a place to, to hear you say, I can understand why you're probably feeling that 
helps validate for them that they're not on this island by themselves, that they have a reason to feel how they feel. And it's normal to kind of feel butterflies in your stomach, or maybe you have a headache or stomach ache before a big change or transition. Those are normal human responses and everybody has them. And that's okay. So being able to kind of help them understand what their emotions are, creating a safe space so they can talk to you about what it is that they might be feeling allows them to know that they're not alone. So that's number one. You want to make sure that as an adult, you're comfortable handling and verbalizing your own anxiety so that you can help them articulate and verbalize their anxiety. Just saying calm down, relax, breathe without teaching them these tools is a lot of times something that is not quite as helpful. Um, Kids know they need to kind of calm down or relax, but how? How? Um, And if they're not taught, and thinking about when we grew up, we weren't necessarily taught how to do proper breathing. We weren't taught kind of how to be still and go inward and connect with our emotions. So just saying calm down and just saying breathe with no real guide on how to do that, kids don't know what to do with that, you know, so that really kind of shuts down their emotions. So we got to be more of a teachers here. And if you're not equipped to do that, that's okay, because I'm going to share a solution with you guys where you can help your kids train um, on how to be more equipped and learn proper breathing techniques learn how to be more mindful, learn how to self-regulate so they can learn how to deal with the stresses and anxiety that they will face um, throughout life. Another big thing, um, learning how to just have them sit with how they're feeling, letting them just sit in their emotions sometimes. I know as as parents and as adults, we want to kind of protect our kids from the feelings that don't feel so good and get them out of that space very quickly, but it's okay to allow them to sit in a place that doesn't feel so good because they need to know that there's some security there, there's some comfort there, that it's a natural response and feeling. We're not gonna be happy all the time. Um, There's so many more emotions and feelings out there. You're not gonna be happy all the time and that's okay. And so being able to say, it's okay to be sad, it's okay to be angry, it's okay to be afraid, it's okay to feel anxious, those are normal. So let's kind of talk about that, deal with that and get through that. So. Being comfortable, and it's okay if you're not comfortable because some of those emotions aren't comfortable, and that's okay. But as parents, we have to be comfortable to sit with our kids in uncomfortable situations, allowing them to sit there for a little bit, allowing yourself to be uncomfortable and sitting there with them, but making sure that they feel supported and nurtured and secure through that is going to help them a long way. So when I use the word about emotional regulation, being able to regulate, being able to handle our emotions. What does that even mean, right? How do you do that? Well, one of the ways that you can actually start out with helping yourself and also helping your kids regulate is contact. Contact, eye contact, physical contact is a natural way to help your kids and yourself feel safe. Regulation is all about balance meaning those uncomfortable feelings and emotion coming to more of a stabilized place where you feel in better control. So one of the first things that you can begin to do is really kind of establish some eye contact with your kids, being able to get down on their level, letting them know that you hear them, you're there, you support them, I got you, I'm with you, it's okay. Being intentional and present, putting your phone down for a minute and giving them some of that time, it's gonna be very, very important here. 
hand holding, back rubbing. If your kid's a snuggler, making sure you're grabbing them and snuggling them tight. You know your kids. So however to, you can best show up for them from a contact standpoint is a great way to kind of start out with that emotional regulation because this helps them feel secure. This helps them feel safe. This helps them feel seen. And so that first place there in helping your kid regulate is having a little bit of contact. And if your kid's a little older and they're like, mom, dad, don't touch me, <laughs> that's okay too. Respect that. If they're an athlete or if they're into different things, grab a football or a basketball or something that they can kind of play with. And you go outside in the yard and just kind of have some physical contact and movement in that way. But the goal is to be present. The goal is to connect because they're going to need a space to not have to necessarily say anything, but to just be. Sometimes, like I said, they don't have the words. So being able to show up physically for them is a big deal. And this can help regulate their emotions very quickly and help them feel safe. And emotion, uh, being emotionally available by validating their feelings. I mentioned this before, um, being able to say something like, it makes sense you have a headache and a stomach ache before going back to school. This is a big transition for you. So that validation, everyone wants to feel understood. Everyone wants to feel seen. So as a parent, instead of trying to move them through and saying, it's okay, get out there, have fun, sit with them for a minute. It's okay to feel how you feel. It's okay to not want to go to school. Some kids just really don't like school and that's okay. But it's a transition that they're going to get through and learn through and grow through. So validate their concerns and feelings. Don't be so quick to blow it off or minimize it. Allow them to express to you what they're thinking and feeling. You sit tight, hear them, acknowledge that, and then move forward, okay? Creating structure and routines for your kids. This is big. And a lot of times parents and, and kids, they just have a hard time with, especially with summertime. A lot of times this is a time where things get very unstructured. Um, so there are really no bedtimes, there are no wake times, everybody just kind of on their own schedule. So it's really important to at least a couple weeks prior to school starting, if you can, start to implement some type of structure it's going to be easier for your little ones than it is for your teenagers um, sometimes they're going to have to go through their own trial and error of experience of being tired and then going off to school that's okay but at least a couple weeks before school get, get some consistency with that bedtime get some consistency with that wake time all of these things you guys have heard me on the show before being able to create structure and balance helps our brain and our body know what to expect so another way to kind of get things back on track is for them to kind of have some security in their schedule, security in their schedule. So they're eating and they're sleeping, making sure that we're creating some healthy habits around that. Um, like I said, for your teenagers, you might have more of a challenge kind of getting them on schedule. That's OK. Experience is the best teacher. Let them figure out for themselves what they're going to need, what's working for them. And, and they will work through that eventually. They might be tired, but they'll get through it. They'll be okay, all right? So talk about what you're seeing with your kids. This is a big one. And this sometimes is really hard uh, for parents to do. Talk about what you're seeing for your kids. What I mean by that is before you decide this is just bad behavior and or defiance, ask them, help them identify, what, is, what are you thinking about right now? What are you thinking about right now? Because if you can just kind of ask them some questions, a lot of times if we're asking our kids questions, they'll be willing to share. But oftentimes as parents, we come in or as adults, we come in, we're knowing, we're telling them. But pause for a minute and just ask them, what are you thinking about right now? 
and then allow them to connect what they're thinking about to the feeling that they might be feeling. Okay, we're going to help them do some emotional math, because if you can connect your thoughts with what you're feeling, they might begin to express, oh, when I'm starting to think about not making friends, it makes me feel a little sad or it makes me feel a little anxious. So those types of thoughts aren't necessarily serving them, but giving them a place to ask, what are you thinking about? How's that making you feel can be very empowering for your child. Okay, so talk to them about what you see and help them create some fun transitions in this new school year. In another way, guys, if you are a school out there, if you're a parent out there and you're like, man, I want some tools to help my kid and to help myself and my family um, really deal and learn how to deal with some of these um, confidence building, self-esteem, dealing with stress and anxiety. My company, Mental Edge Fitness Solutions, provides tools just for you. We actually can come out into the school setting and provide ways to have some mental training for your, your kids. We can do that online. We can do that in person. You can get the tools you need by licensed and board certified professionals to help in these situations. Going back to school does not have to be a nightmare. Make sure you reach out to us at 704-997-8240. We can help. We want to build positive, strong, and resilient kids, okay? Back to school can be fun. All right. Make sure you share this message with some loved ones. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Make sure you go out, shine bright like the stars that we are. I'll see you guys, go, see you guys soon. Have a good Mental Fitness Matters. Get more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness by joining Tracy every Thursday from 8.30 to 9 a.m. and 6.30 to 7 p.m. for Mental Fitness Matters on News Talk WSIC.